Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Ladder Talk Live. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. We are, um, good morning, good morning. We are live uh, with Ladder Talk Live. I am your coach today. I'm Coach Belina, and it is Thursday, July 14th, and we are in Women's uh, Women's Empower Week. Um, all things discussed this week are in relevance to um, being an ally to women in leadership, for example. Um, on uh, Tuesday, we talked about um, roles to consider in terms of uh, advancement opportunities. We talked about positions that you could potentially qualify for without having to go back to school. So uh, today we will continue the conversation and today we are talking about what it takes to be a woman in power. Uh, we're going to uncover some strategies and some techniques that we want to make sure that we're um, maintaining and focusing on to advance. Now, if you are watching this and you are not a woman in power um, or a woman at all or identify as female, that is okay because we all need allyship. It is important that we are um, supporting the counterparts and ensuring that advocate an advocate, excuse me, for that person. So feel free to, this is an interactive show, so feel free to introduce yourself in the chat. Good morning, good morning. Um, love to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or any questions um, during the show, you're more than welcome to um, hop in the conversation, jump in the chat, add some insight and, and some thoughts. I do ask that you make sure to follow me if you're not already doing so. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the channel just to ensure that you're not missing out on any things uh, that we are talking about and the events that are going on, things of that nature. Okay. Good morning, Alex, Ramesh, Miracle. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining. So let's get right into it. If you happen to see me shifting, it is because I'm looking at different screens. So here I have Instagram, I have Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, and then to my left, I have Entra. So if you happen to see me shifting from screen to screen, looking at as they're coming in. That is why uh, I, I am tuned in. So going back into our topic, uh, good morning, good morning. We have the, again, what it takes to be a woman in power. We'll be talking about what it means to have a powerful presence, how to make yourself heard, and how to use your voice to make change in your community. So let's get started. Number one, we have nine, nine things that I want to share as it pertains to um, this particular topic. The willingness to put yourself out there even when you don't feel like it. Now, I've honed in a lot on this this week um, because sometimes we as women uh, sometimes don't like putting ourselves out there out of fear of being seen as too ambitious or too powerful or too much of something. Um, but the truth is, we have to have the willingness to put ourselves out there, put ourselves out there to be seen, to be that thought leader, to be that leader in that particular situation. The ability to take criticism without taking it personally. We are all humans. We do not do things perfectly. And so when there's opportunities to receive constructive feedback, it's important that we receive it and identify what can we do 
to make those adjustments to improve. We can't always think that someone is just trying to be negative towards us, but that we are looking for opportunities to, to get better, learn from people that are even more senior than us or our mentors who are giving us feedback. It's important to receive that understanding that, okay, this person is trying to help me to be better um, in my skill and in my role. So I'm, I'm willing to take that feedback and learn. Number three, the ability to inspire people around you in a positive way and to be inspired by them in return. How many times have you, you know, interacted with a manager or a person of authority and didn't get that vibe of empowerment? The key to being a successful leader is to empower your people because you are now in turn helping them to become future leaders. So how you engage with your team as a leader is, and or as an individual contributor becoming a leader, it's important to allow people to inspire, allow yourself to inspire people for the better and vice versa. What can you take from the interaction as well? How can you be inspired by your team? Because it really should be a two-way street, right? It really should be um, an interaction that is intentional um, but it, the ability to get something out of it on, on both on both accounts. Number four, the courage, this is a big one, the courage to admit when you're wrong and the humility to change your mind when someone else is right. Now that is a major, major one. When it comes to being a leader, being a woman in power, it's important that we don't we know that we don't know everything any leader any person any human breathing uh air in this universe is not right about everything we have the choice we have to decide to know that and be willing to allow other people to be right allow other people to be right and learn from each other sometimes you will be right but sometimes someone else will come in with a perspective that is also right it's not a competition to, of who knows the most or who's the most right. We're all looking to be better individuals. So be willing to accept that you may not know everything and that you can learn from others. Number five, the confidence to stand up for yourself and your team when situations call for it. And the humility not to let your ego get in the way of doing so. Ego is such a major component to the success and the failure of a great leader, of a great business, of a great corporation, of a great person. Are you willing to take, take a step back from yourself and identify that I'm going to be willing to um, let someone else lead or learn from someone else. I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to take that ownership. Stand up for myself. Stand up for my team. Don't just play second fiddle 
or don't just play small. A lot of you are so nervous or anxious or scared about what that could mean to take on the lead or stick up for your team. It means that now your team is even more invested in you because they know you did it. It means for your inner self that you can speak up for yourself. You can advocate for you, advocate for your people, advocate for a stranger. There's opportunities to do this in, in every arena. This is not just defined by leadership, women. This, this could be used for everyone because it affects everyone. It affects everyone. If this is helpful, let me know in the chat, you know, make sure that it's it's resonating, that it's landing properly. Um, so let me know in the chat. Number six, you have to be able to stand up for yourself. This is kind of an extension of the previous. Stand up for yourself to be able to stand up for others, even when you feel like you don't have the power. It doesn't just take a person in power to make an impact. An individual, one person can make a difference. One person can begin a change that is necessary in your business, in your career, in your life, in your community. One person can make a difference. Don't feel like, well, I, you know, I don't have that many people in my circle or I'm nobody. I'm just, uh, you know, just a normal person. Every one of us are just normal people. And each one of us has an opportunity to still inflict impact and change in our community with one person. Be that one person that's advocating for the change that you want to see, that you want to be a part of, that you want your family and your, your legacy to reflect and leave behind. Number seven, you need to be willing to accept help from others, but also know when it's time to take over and do the things yourself. You don't have to go through this whole process alone. You don't have to go through this experience by yourself. You don't. You don't have to do it by yourself. Ask for help. That's what people are for. We're here to help each other. We're here to advance with each other. Don't feel like, you know, well, I have to do it all by myself in order to say I did it. No. Do you think that... Uh, Mark Zuckerberg created Facebook way back when by himself? No, he had a team. He had partners. No single company of success, of uber success, did it alone. You will not see a billion-dollar business being ran by one person. There's employees, there's staff, there's senior leaders, there's executives, there's a board of directors. There's a lot of different people who make the, the, the machine run. It's not one person. And the second that you accept help from someone else is the second that now you can expand. Your business can expand. Your career can expand. You don't have to do figure all this stuff out on your own. There are people who have gone through it already and they can help you advance. They can help you move on to that next level. So don't, don't decide 
that you have to be by yourself in the process, that you have to do it alone. Because you don't have to do this alone. Hey, Parkerazzi, you don't have to do it alone. But you do have to decide that you're willing to accept help. Enlist support. And there may be a point that that person or that, that whatever that may be will take you as far as it needs to go. And then you need to pick it back up. And that's okay too. No one is saying that it has to be from end to end, the level of support. It could just be one part of the, of the, of the um, project that you need support on, and then you can handle the rest. But it is necessary to have that support to get you to that next step in a lot of cases. So be willing to accept support, be willing to ask for help. There is nothing wrong. And in fact, it is absolutely necessary to get support in order to have anything valuable. I'm saying that from the perspective of, if we're looking at these extremely large companies, they cannot survive with one person. Each person has a specialty in a business and they enlist the support of someone else who has a specialty that that is their weakness. Identify that. Think about that with yourself. I continue to tell you all that you are your own personal brand. So you are your own company. What support can you enlist someone else to do that you know you may not be very good at? Doesn't mean you're not capable, but it gives you more time to do the things that you need to do. Enlist the support. Seek the professional who knows that particular um, specific task that you struggle with. If you know that you're not very good at this or it's not your strong suit or you're not extremely passionate about it, seek outside support. Have a professional assist you with that. Don't, don't think you've got to do it all by yourself. You don't. Number eight, you have to, you have to be willing to make mistakes. You have got to be willing to make mistakes. Now, I know this is a touchy one because we think that we have to be perfect. I'm here to tell you it's impossible to be perfect. That doesn't exist. That has not been recreated. You are not perfect. I am not perfect. And I'm okay with that. I don't strive for perfection. I strive for to be a better version of myself on a daily basis, but that is not perfection. Hi, Emmanuel, that is just to be better. Now, the moment you can begin to realize that part the pressure, it's almost that the pressure is taken off a little bit because it's like, ah, well, you know, I, okay, I don't have to be perfect. Whew. Thank goodness, because I was thinking I had to. You don't. But you shouldn't be making the same mistakes twice. That's the caveat. If you've tried something on your own, you failed at it, or you didn't succeed, or it didn't turn out the way you knew it should have, seek outside support to help you get there. Don't continue to make the same mistake twice. What's the point in that? Why are you gonna waste your time? 
why waste your time? If you know that there are professionals out there you can hire to, to do it for you while you focus on what's important to you, while you focus on what you need to accomplish to continue to get to that next step. Do not allow yourself to make the same mistakes twice. If you make the first mistake, that is okay. Use that as a learning opportunity to seek outside support. Number nine, our last one, you must be able to lead with your heart. Excuse me, lead lead with your heart and follow with your head. Sometimes you just have to go with your gut. Now, I'm saying this on a personal level. I'm not saying this professionally because, you know, uh, if, if you're hiring someone, you know, we need to have factual and data to reflect why are you not selecting this individual? You can't just say, ah, I didn't have a good feeling about it. That's not, that's not um, something you can say. You need to have factual data. But there are times where you can say that in your, in your personal life in making some of the decisions you're making. Our inner compass is still a very good guide. So don't neglect that. If you have a feeling now you need to, okay, well, let me see what I can find about that. That's factual. That makes it real versus just something that lives within, within us. We still need to do our due diligence to find the factual data so, to support that thought or to support that feeling. You get to decide whether or not, how am I going to impact my community? How am I going to impact the lives of others? And, and what can I do to make that a lasting, a la make that last? What can I do to make that a forever thing? Because the things that we've discussed today, I'm giving you nine different things to really consider as a woman in power, what it takes to be a woman in power. That's what we talked about today. What it takes to be a woman in power. I've told you nine different things today that help you identify what that even looks like, how to become that person, how to influence that person, how to be an influence for that person. There's so many different levels that you can come in at, regardless of where you are in your life, regardless of where you are in your career, you are still a person of power who can influence other people in power or influence people who uh, aspire to be a person of power. There, there's just so many levels to consider, right? So you have the control of that. You have to receive it. Is that helpful? Did you guys is, take something from this? I, you know, I always want to make sure that when I'm doing this, these lives um, Monday through Friday, that you, you're getting something out of it that you maybe have an eye-opening experience or that you, you know, have that aha moment or have it validate your thoughts. Because I'm one person looking to make an impact of many. And there are other people in this room or in this, who are watching this live have the same mindset. They know that they are one person, but they are looking to have an impact. And we've discussed today the impacts that you get to make at any level of your career. So just some announcements before we close out. Um, we have Talent Acquisition Week coming up 
in a little over a week, July 25th through the 29th. If you are in the talent acquisition space and you are looking to learn um, how to develop your skill set within the space, how to continue to be a thought leader in the space, um, I'm going to be one of the speakers um, host in, at the event talking about how to engage an audience, how to engage your audience, how to retain your talent. There is going to be um, speakers discussing um, leadership, negotiation, interviewing techniques, all of the above. If you are looking to be a part of that, go to talentacquisitionweek.com. You will see me there putting on a, a lovely show on how to do it all. Um, yesterday, we had a fantastic time um, in the workshop. If you've missed it, uh, you can still sign up for the replay just to be able to watch the replay and an opportunity to work directly with me. Um, we have had uh, a great amount of people sign up for my next 30-day boot camp that is getting started next week. Uh, so if you are in a place where you have made enough mistakes to know you cannot do this on your own. You need support in your career. You need support in how to market yourself, how to get yourself from your current role to that next position, how to uh, identify, well, I'm in one industry, but I want to pivot to another. This 30-day program is going to help you do that. This 30-day program is is kind of the answer to the question that you've been asking, how do I do it? And how do I do it quickly? Because you keep making mistakes and you can't afford any more of them. So if you want to catch the replay, you can go to yourfavoritecareercoach.com, sign up, and you will receive the replay. If you want to have a conversation, message me directly. We can set up a call to identify if this program will be a fit for you, if, if it will work for you. It's not going to be for everyone, and that's okay. doesn't have to be. But if you said yes to any of the things I just mentioned, are you tired of making mistakes through your interview process? Are you tired of sticking with that same old job but too afraid to apply to go anywhere else? Or have you been using the same resume for the past five years and, and it, needs a, it needs a facelift? If you said yes to any of those questions, you need to be in this 30-day boot camp starting next week. You need to be there. Your career needs it. It's not for you. It's for your longevity. It's for your long-term. It's, it's for your career. Because this is what's going to help you get to that next level. So if that is something you need, wherever you happen to be watching this, feel free to message me directly. Or you can reach out to me at coaching at careerbossacademy.com. Um, or just, like I said, message me wherever you've seen this. We will be back again tomorrow. Once again, we are here live Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern time, Ladder Talk Live. I am your coach. I'm Coach Lena, and I will see you all tomorrow. Bye.